I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at RAINNetwork.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. My name is Emma Kami, and I will be your host today. Chinese cyber operations have evolved beyond its traditional tactics as China becomes increasingly emboldened. We are seeing a shift of focus more towards efforts to influence public opinion and operations that more closely resemble Russia's. Here with me is Haley Benedict, Reigns Cyber Analyst, who will explain what this looks like and what to expect going forward. Welcome, Haley. Hi, happy to be here. Uh, So to start us off, uh, what do China's typical cyber activities look like? So what we usually see from China is a lot more espionage and intellectual property theft. Um, And we know that Chinese actors are making attempts to access networks, steal data, steal information, uh, spy on different U.S. and Western private and public entities uh, across a number of strategic sectors, such as critical infrastructure, telecommunications, aerospace and defense or technology to gain a competitive edge or access to confidential information. But it does not usually engage in anything disruptive. Um, So in the past, China has stuck to this more low-key approach because it wanted to avoid economic or even cyber retaliation from the U.S. or the West. And in terms of influence operations, what China usually does is they're they're playing the long game. So in the past, their approach to influencing the American public or American politics was through relationships and investing in a relationship with someone at a lower level, like a state or a local level, to shift policy maybe more in China's favor, curry some favor there, because they think that officials at this level might be a little bit more easily influenced and that it might help play out for them in the long run if these individuals advance their careers eventually maybe to a federal level or something like that. Um, Or in the past um, few years, we maybe have seen some attempts by China to use to issue anti-American sentiment or propaganda, but it has been mainly unsophisticated or half-baked attempts at disinformation campaigns that maybe weren't very convincing, didn't get a whole lot of interaction, um, very many views and the like. But regardless, it has certainly been a lot less aggressive than Russia's disinformation and influence operations, which are intended to be really disruptive and exploit divides in the American public, sow division among people, make them lose faith in the government and institutions, democracy as a whole. So, for example, this was kind of the case with its efforts to influence U.S. elections in the past with these really targeted campaigns and a really high operational scale. And that's not usually what we're seeing from China. Interesting. And what have we seen then more recently from China in its influence operations? Yeah, so now with China, we are seeing a shift in its really under-the-radar, quiet espionage, long-game approach, and uh, more and more activities that more closely resemble Russia. So it is coming out with a lot of more emboldened 
um, activity to take on things that it might not have otherwise in the past. So this means they are increasingly willing to steal intellectual property and drive up the operational scale on that front, but also they're more willing to increase influence operations, um, and they're really stepping up there as well. So maybe this aggressiveness might be motivated by what they see as uh, anti-China sentiment in the U.S. or fears that this might harm their image on the global stage. Um, So, for example, last month, Chinese actors disseminated and posted on Facebook AI-generated avatars of fake news people from a fabricated news outlet called Wolf News and as part of a campaign called Spamouflage, where they were spreading pro-Chinese sentiment and propaganda that advanced their interests um, and at the same time anti-American sentiment, such as narratives about gun violence in the U.S., calling the U.S. out on its lack of action on that front, while at the same time applauding China's role on the global stage and calling on the U.S. to cooperate with China economically. Um, And in general, they have just been posting much larger volumes of disinformation and propaganda in social media. And we're seeing these efforts grow closer to Moscow's in the way that they are trying to exploit those same U.S. societal divisions, um, such as gun control, which is a typical topic for influence operations that are aimed to exploit those divides. So, for example, um, an example as part of part of these larger volumes is uh, in January, Google's tag disrupted more than 50,000 posts and activities from last year that are linked to a pro-China influence operation called Dragon Bridge. They still are not super advanced or sophisticated, and most of these posts didn't get a lot of views or a lot of engagement, engagement but this is the greater scale that we're seeing, um, and it does align with that in bold in China and um, that increased operational scale. Um, and, and on top of that, in recent weeks, Chinese actors have been spreading those narratives that the U.S. might label as false or misleading. Um, so, for example, China's foreign minister called attention to a train derailment in Ohio that may have spread toxic chemicals um, and drew attention to allegations that the U.S. sabotage pipelines used to transport Russian gas, um, both of which the Biden administration has addressed. Um, but these are some examples of how we're seeing the Chinese operations shift and just becoming more bold. Wow. So what can we expect from Chinese influence efforts going forward? Yeah. So last week, experts in the U.S. intelligence community told the Senate Intel Committee that um, they believe this signals an increased willingness from China to increase influence campaigns and more broadly embrace covert operations going forward, similar to how Russia maybe has in the past. So the director of national intelligence pointed out that China is increasingly willing to challenge the U.S. not only economically, politically, and militarily around the world, but also technologically. So recently in the U.S., China has been seen as a leading threat to global power, and great power competition is really increasingly playing out between the U.S. and China on um, that cyber and technological field, and influence operations do play a major component in that competition. So going forward, 
a really attractive target for China, maybe countries that are in the global south, which are really ripe for influencing public opinion because both the U.S. and China have a lot of economic and political interests there. And there is a really complex history with the United States in a lot of these places, but still populations that support both sides. Um, so China might try to target those places um, to spread anti-American sentiment and pro-Chinese narratives. But nonetheless, I do want to say there's not concrete publicly available evidence of definitive plans of by China to carry out these plant these campaigns in the near future, but this is where we're seeing the trend go. And regardless, we can definitely expect the sophistication and obfuscation attempts in Chinese influence operations to improve. Um, and even if even if right away they're not carrying out these direct and robust disinformation or influence campaigns. It could be because in the near term, China wants to focus on domestic and economic concerns and give the country some stability to address these difficulties, maybe so they can foment their place as that regional power and, and then engage more in that global competition in the future using these tactics. Well, definitely something to keep an eye on. Thank you for that analysis, Haley. Thanks so much, Emma, for having me. You can learn how geopolitical events like this could affect your business with RAIN Intelligence Briefs. Our flagship risk intelligence products provide clients with access to the insights and analyses they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes, all for a fraction of the cost you pay yourself. Sign up at RAINnetwork.com. That's R-A-N-E-Network.com. I'm Emma Kami. Thanks for listening.